Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SideRetiredPod for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the New York Yankees, postseason baseball, the NFL, and NHL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Well, it's not officially the Yankees funeral episode, but it sure definitely feels like that. It is still enjoined by James, as always. And today we're recording. It's going to be a two-part episode. This is going to be part one that will be released first thing Friday morning, October 21st. We're going to be talking about the Yankees going down 2-0 to the Houston Astros in this series of the ALCS. Coming out later today on Friday, we're going to have a Phillies fanatic coming on with us talking all things Phillies Padres. So if you're more of a National League guy, make sure to check that episode out. That'll be right above this one coming out a few hours later. But James, we're going to go to you here and talking about the Yankees and the Astros. And after a game one deficit and a loss, the Yankees tried to shake things up. They started the kids, Oswaldo Peraza, or Oswald Peraza's in the lineup, Oswaldo Cabrera's in the lineup, and it produced sort of the same thing, and the Yankees ended up losing the game as well. How you doing? How you feeling? We're recording roughly half an hour after this game two loss. Yeah, so, um, I mean, obviously I'm disappointed in the result. Um, I'm not surprised, um, but I am very disappointed. Um, yeah, so I think I'll start off with, you know, I guess, I, I don't know, Jack Stappenback claims that it's not Aaron Boone who makes the lineup decisions. Um, I don't know who it would be then. Um, but anyways, uh, Peraza in the game tonight looks fantastic on defense. Um, you know, you can say, oh, he went over three, two strikeouts. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe if he'd played a baseball game in the last two weeks, um, we'd see a little bit more production at the plate tonight. Um, Matt Carpenter just looks looks lost at the plate. Uh, I think the Matt, I mean, it, it's just an unreal ask to ask him. He's been out for two and a half months to try and rush back. I think it's time to just give up on him for the rest of the series. He clearly doesn't have that juice anymore. Oh, for five for five Ks in the series. Um, you know, I think missing DJ LeMayu has been huge. Um, having to play Cabrera and left, I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm so lost. I don't even know which direction to go with this lineup. Higashioka looks like he, he's never even seen a, a, a major league pitch before. Um, the only guys that I feel any, I feel like have any pulse at the pr- plate are, Bader, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, and Torres after that. It's just, it's it's ugly up there, honestly. Um, you know, so the bats are dead. Um, there's no juice to this team. There's no energy. There's no fun. Um, I don't know. They panned into the dugout multiple times, and everyone's just kind of sitting there, just just talking. No fun. Nothing, nothing awesome going on. You know, the Astros have this – whatever chomp they have going on. They've got all this fun. They look like they're having a great time in their dugout. Dusty's messing around, going from end to end, trying to find the hits. Meanwhile, Aaron Boone's wearing a Red Sox red wristband on his $20,000 watch, <laughs> making me want to puke all over my couch when I'm watching the game on. It's just absolutely disgusting. 
Um, been watching the same thing happen since 2017. Uh, yeah, this is the third third time we faced the Astros in this American League Championship Series in the past five years. Um, and yeah, I mean the Astros. We've we faced three different Astros teams. Um, and by that I mean like just totally. I mean totally different framework to each team. Um, I'd say each team has progressively gotten worse, quote unquote, uh, from each time we've played them. Uh, twenty seventeen being the best, nineteen being pretty pretty close behind seventeen, and then this this twenty two team is obviously far behind both of those. Um, and yeah, I mean different players every year, different guys in different roles, and it seems like for the third time running, we're watching the same. Yankees team get trotted out there and having the same result. I mean, we've never gotten blown out, but we we never win these close games. We lose 3-2. We lose 4-2. Like, in Houston, I, I don't think we've won a playoff game in Houston ever, like, since they've come to the American League. Um, The only one I could think of is if they won game one or two in, in 19, which I don't... They may have beaten Granky in game one of 19. Anyway, we've played we've played now Four games in 17, three games in 19, and now two games in, in – so that's, that's, what, nine games in Houston in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And we've won one, I believe. Um, that's just that's just absolutely atrocious. Um, it's inexcusable. Um, you know, I will say Severino in the bullpen. The bullpen, again, holds it down. Looks fantastic, like I said they would. Um, you know, I guess one other thing I'll touch on. Luis Severino, Gitalik Brigman into a one-two count. Brigman takes two fastballs on the outside part of the plate that are probably a ball, ball and a half off the plate for called strikes. I don't care how good Luis Severino's one-two pitch was on the inside corner. I don't care that it was 97 miles an hour on the black. Perfectly located, I'd say probably three-quarters of the way up, up in the strike zone. Why would you ever go back in? <laughs> Why would you ever throw a ball into Alex Bregman where the only place he has juice to Minute Maid in is the Crawford boxes? Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense. You got two gift-wrapped calls on the outside corner. You're one-two. You got two outs. You, you already put Maldonado on, which is one of the most frustrating things in the game. Why would you ever, ever go in to Alex Bregman? And the announcers are saying, oh, you got to get it in there. The ball was in. It was a great pitch just to the wrong hitter in the wrong count. It makes no sense. I hate the excuses coming from Severino from the Yankees side. It's soft. It's weak. It's, dare I say now, classic Yankees. It's not something I'm surprised to hear coming from our side. Um, and for so those yeah. who don't know, James is referring to Severino is basically saying the Astros got lucky in winning this game that – I think he's saying that uh, Judges was hit 106 off the bat that got caught at the wall and Bregman's was 91. And all of a sudden the Yankees are throwing, I think Boone said, oh, if the roof is closed, Judges is a homer and we win the game. It's it's a little bit of a, I know, not to bring the The MLB controls that, by the way. The MLB controls the roof, not the Houston Astros. So just just bring that out there. Two weeks ago, people were saying, oh, look at the Mets. They're feeble and they're blaming Joe Musgrove's ear. Not to bring the Mets into this too much, but it seems like a similar thing where the Yankees are saying, oh, it's the wind's fault. It's sort of like a you're putting blame on something that doesn't really deserve the blame, and it's just you're trying to find a random scapegoat for 
an overall glaring problem in that is that the offense and the Yankees in general are not clicking right now. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think another thing to say is um, tonight, you know, Martin Maldonado, guy who hits 170 in the regular season, reaches all three times. Uh, and then last night, you have a guy in Chaz McCormick going two for three with a, a big fly. I mean, mm-hmm. you just you, you can't win a playoff series when, like, look, let's look at the Yankees last night. The Yankees' bottom three hitters last night, excluding Bader. Bader, I don't know why Bader was hitting at the bottom three of the lineup. You have Kiner Falefa, one for four with a single. Trevino, 0 for four. Bader, one for four. Combined, they had six strikeouts. Today, Yankees' bottom three in the lineup. We have Higashioka and Carpenter, who go 0 for four with four Ks combined. Peraza's 0 for three with two Ks. And Cabrera's 0 for three with soft contact outs in all three at-bats. I I mean, there's a glaring difference in both of these lineups. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yuli Gurriel's scorching hot. The Yankees offense had, doesn't even score an earned run today. Uh, we've, we've scored on two solo home runs. That's really it. They shouldn't have scored today, let's be honest. I mean, that's a routine double play. Framber Valdez probably turns nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, there's no room for excuses. You got four hits today. Um, you know what you? I'm, I'm not trying to minimize how how hard it is to hit major league pitching, but I mean, dude, every time he got into a two zero count, he was throwing that sinker, and we were taking it. Mm-hmm. And every time he got ahead. He was throwing that curveball, and and I mean second, third, fourth time facing Valdez, we looked like we we didn't we'd never seen it before, like it, it's just it's unbelievable. Um. So so yeah, I don't I don't think there's any room to be blaming anyone besides ourselves. Um, and like I said before the series started, there's no one to blame but the people up top. We send the same team out every year, gets the same result. The Astros have now sent. I'd say they're third very different team. They've sent three different teams to the World Series. Or well, they've sent two different mm-hmm. teams against us to the World Series. They're about to send the third. Um and and yeah, I mean they've made it work with their formula. Clearly ours doesn't work. We stick to it, we lose, then we find pieces for the guys that didn't work currently in our formula. We go out and we try and find new guys that played the exact same style of baseball to replace the old guys that we were letting go. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's unbelievably incompetent. I think two things to throw in that the Astros team that you're mentioning in 2017, there's no more Carlos Correa. Now there's no more George Springer. Now that 2019 was built on the aces of Verlander and Cole going back to back and Cole is now a Yankee. So I guess this kind of does lead us into game three Cole. This is, I know we literally had this a week ago. Where we were like Garrett Cole's legacy game was that Cleveland game. This is the legacy game now. As much as the Houston or the Cleveland game was a very good, strong in the right direction, direction, and everyone's pretty sure that all right, Garrett's the ace. Garrett's a big time pitcher. This is the first time he's facing the Astros in the playoffs in a big spot because I think, and you'll probably agree with me, you lose Game Three, it's over. It's literally as much as we love Nestor in Game Four, and potentially you bring it back to Cole in Game Six or Game Seven. Cole loses to the Astros in Houston. And maybe it's Jose Altuve finally gets his first hit of the series, which kind of surprising and you know hitting more than anyone else here. But Jose Altuve struggling right now is 
sort of mesmerizing to see how the guy I, that usually hits 350 and is all of a sudden 0 for 28. But yeah, I think I think that the only thing that's gonna happen, I think I think it only continues to get worse. I mean, he hits that ball 106 miles an hour at Claybert Torres, and it turns into an ending-ending double play. Mm. I mean that can that I mean. I could tell you from experience, you only try harder to get a hit after that. You feel like you you literally feel like the whole world is against you from getting a hit. There's there's 50 guys standing on defense yeah. <laughs> when you hit one that hard to go to 0 for 23. But it's also a good thing for the Astros to see that their best hitter right now is not like literally not hitting and they're still finding ways to win ball games. And it's only a matter of time before he will eventually. And maybe it's the World Series where all of a sudden Altuve's back to being normal and then that offense is really going to be clicking and they're going to go for that world series again there is an interesting stat i saw and i know we keep harping on this is the same yankee team and it basically is except for the formula that the yankees have is hitting the long ball and it's hitting the home run and out slugging the opponent however facing the astros as we just mentioned roughly 16 17 times these past couple years in the playoffs when the astros out homer the new york yankees in these playoff games, the Yankees are now, including tonight, because Bregman hit the homer and the Yankees did not homer tonight. The Yankees are now 0-9 in games that the Houston Astros have out-homered the Yankees. So they're beating you at your own game, and that's not even the identity of the Astros. The Astros are the type of team that they're going to get guys on base, and then obviously Jordan and Bregman and Tucker can eventually hit a home run. But it's guys at the bottom, McCormick, Maldonado, Uli is going to hit for 300. I think he's actually hitting 400 in the playoffs right now, but they're beating you at your own game. And when the Yankees don't homer, they're 0 and 9 against the Astros in the playoffs. So it's good day to rest and recover this Friday. Do whatever they're going to do in New York City. Have the day off completely refresh. And then game three, I think it's McCullers versus Garrett Cole. Time for Cole to face his former team for the first time in the playoffs and shut them down seven strong innings. But the problem is, Cole could pitch seven innings, allow one run, and I don't think it would shock you. It would shock me. It would shock Jack if you lost the game one to nothing right now. I don't know if there's anything else you got about that. No, I, I completely agree. Um, the offense is – I honestly – I don't have words. Like, uh-huh. it, it's just like I, I've sat down and I've watched every pitch of these first two um, – first two games, and – it literally feels like I'm watching mm-hmm. the, the 2017 and 2019 series on repeat. Like I, I, I just, I don't see any other way to put it. Like, and I think, I think your point earlier about the out homering and all that. And Jack always says the same thing. Oh, the formula to winning in the playoffs is to out homer your opponent. And it's like, uh, and he's like, Oh, the team who hits more home runs always that like, typically wins in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, Jack. Well, guess what? The team who scores more runs than the other team in the playoffs <laughs> yeah. is undefeated. Like, yeah. Thanks, thanks for telling me that one. Like, <laughs> I understand what he's saying. He's like, oh, you got to get guys who can slug. You got to. You need guys that can produce have, runs. The Yankees have the guys who can slug. We hit the most home runs every year, and yet we still haven't made a World Series since two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. Well, and you could say, oh, we were close in seventeen. Were we really though? That team was garbage. That team was trash. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a very San Diego Padres, Philadelphia Phillies this year esque team. Yes, you know a team of destiny, one might say. 
Um, I've never felt, and yeah, like we come to the playoffs, so I'm like, oh, I picked the Yankees. Come on, guys. I'm picking with my heart. Like, I'm picking with with who I I want to win. And I want to sit here at the end and be like, I told you this Yankees team. Like, like if if I had, if I hypothetically, if I had money, and I was actually going to pick this playoff bracket like as seriously as I thought, and mm-hmm. I and I would get money if I picked it as the best. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the Yankees anywhere close to the World Series. It's the same team as last year. Mm-hmm. It's the same guys. It's the same core. Nothing changes. Like I get it. We want to hit home runs. We want to do this. Yeah, but it's not it's not that easy in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, dude, if you could give me that Cleveland Guardians offense right now and plug plug one through nine, every single one of those guys in for the Yankees, I think that team has a much better chance of being these Houston Astros. I, I think, think it's even like a guy like Bregman who hit the home run today. Yes, he can hit a homer when he has to, but he's a bona fide all around good baseball hitter that hits three hundred yeah. base. So it's like Yes, it's good to hit the home run. And Bregman, I just looked at 24, 23 this year. But he's a good hitter in general who but hits like, home runs as well. It's not like that, a guy like Donaldson but look at that Joey Gallo who just the hits thing homers is, and that's it. You have a guy like dude, when Donaldson took that swing and he hit that double backside on that on that two two fastball. Mm-hmm. I was like, why can't we have nine guys that can do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like when we when we played the Guardians, and just watching them two strikes, every single one of them choked up, every single one of them shortened up, none of them expanded the zone. They fought off tough pitches. Like, that's the kind of team I want to see. Why can't we have a bunch of guys like you know that are saying, oh well, Gurriel's power numbers have been down. Like you know he only hit three home, like whatever five home runs this year. You know he's had one since the All Star break. Oh, but he hit 42 doubles, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, give me that guy. Mm-hmm. Give me give me nine guys who are gonna hit 40 doubles. Like, you think you won't score runs if your whole team's hitting like guys like a 350? Like if your if your team OBP is like 380 or 375, and like you're like leading the league in doubles, you think you're that, that team's not gonna score a ton of runs? Yeah. Like, you think that team isn't going to be able to string it? Like they are. Jack's like, oh well, when you're in the playoffs and you're facing tough pitchers, it's hard to string together hits. Dude, the Guardians had like 15 hits in multiple games versus the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Arguably one of the best staffs in the playoffs. Like, it, there's there's clearly a formula out there that's better than what the Yankees have. The Yankees refuse to change anything. They have to stick with Cashman. They have to stick with Boone. They have to – I think it starts with Steinbrenner and his inability to say the team we have constructed is wrong. The people we have building this foundation are wrong. This culture in the clubhouse and with the way we play is wrong. And, and they won't change it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many years of losing it will take in the ALCS or in the playoffs in general it will take before someone sits down and goes, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe we should have a different a different look analytically. We should we should get guys that play the game differently from how we've been playing it for the last six seasons because it's it's atrocious. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity is... to go to the game tonight. I did. Yeah. I had a ticket available to me, and I turned it down because I did not want to drive three hours 
watch them lose, and then drive back three hours for my seven a.m. weights. That that's gonna happen tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. That's that's my. I, I could have gone and seen the Yankees play today, and I was sat down and I was like, "Why would I do that to myself to watch them lose? I knew mm. they were gonna lose. I I didn't know how, but I, I could have told you that they were gonna lose because probably because they weren't gonna score runs, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, this team is sorely missing DJ LeMahieu, a guy like that. And I know they're trying to plug. I think Bader was at leadoff today. I think they had Torres at leadoff game one. They're missing a contact-oriented guy like a, I don't know, Michael Brantley, who I know he's not healthy this year, but he's going to be a free agent this offseason. Perfect signing for the Yankees. And I know we'll, trust me, once the Yankees are eliminated, we will probably let that settle in and marinate for a good week or so, and then we'll do our free agency predictions and all that. But a guy like Brantley, who you can plug in at left field, play every single game. A guy like Andrew Benintendi, who's currently hurt. A guy like DJ LeMayhew, just someone that puts the ball in play that, yes, he can hit. LeMayhew, we all remember, I think it was, wasn't it 2019 World Series? He hit the home run that tied the game in the ninth. So it's obvious that you can hit the homer when you want to. It's just there's other times. And Don, props to Donaldson, first guy that we've seen actually take the ball and say, I'm going to get the double here to start to start a rally. And that's what he tried to do today, which is, I know his at-bats have looked brutal all series. And there's that clip and maybe we'll retweet it or like it on the side retired Twitter where it's sort of how you've been telling us that this feels identical to 2017, 2019. There's the Justin Verlander curveball that has Todd Frazier sorting. And then there's the Josh Donaldson sword right next to it. So definitely not a fun time to be a Yankee fan right now. Take Friday. First off, finish listening to this episode and then take the rest of the day. Ignore Yankee baseball. Refresh. Take a day without it. Come back Saturday. I believe it's around a 5.30 start for game three. And then you've got Garrett Cole on the bump to save your season. Big game Garrett, as we like to call him here, trying to save the Yankees. Hopefully can shut down the Astros and see if that home crowd, 161st Street, Bronx, Yankees coming back. Your prediction for the series, are the Yankees winning? It's now 2-0 Astros. I think I think final prediction. I'm going to go after it in five or six. I I, I just don't see this. a yeah. sweep. A sweep would just be absolutely just a tra- It would just be a monstrosity. That means stuff would things would have to change immediately after the season if they get swept. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think the final thing I want to end on is just go back and look look at each roster for the Astros. Look at Evan Gaddis. Look at Carlos Beltran. Look at Michael Brantley, look at Josh Raddick. I mean, I could go on and on of all these names. Osuna, Davinsky. Like, the roster turnover they've had is unbelievable. And yet, they're still in the same position, and they're still so much better than the Yankees. So, I don't know when the Yankees are going to wake up and when they're going to finally make a change, but it. I hope, hopefully it happens, uh, and it happens soon. Yep. Judge, Torres, Stanton... It's the same Yankee core, and I know Gary Sanchez is gone, but you could argue Josh Donaldson is the third-base version of Gary Sanchez. And a lot of the guys, even if it's not the same player, it's the same style of play. We will obviously be back if you have not yet checked it out. Right above this episode will be a Phillies versus Padres, how that series is going. And then we'll, of course, have stuff after games, three games, four, and a bunch of other fun stuff and fun guests planned for you guys for the upcoming days, weeks, and leading into the offseason and the rest of the playoffs. All right, James, Jack, and I will be back again probably Friday night or Saturday morning. So until the next time, the side is retired.